Welcome to Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags and Chuck Curry discussing the greatest movies of all time and all the new films in theaters and streaming that you need to know about. Like us, rate us, share us. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Rags and Chuck Curry. All right, we're back with another edition of Movie Maniacs. Mike Rags, Chuck Curry, first weekend in March, and uh, we've got things rolling along with new movies to talk about uh, because coming to America was uh, released on Amazon Prime, and uh, I had a chance to see it. We'll talk about that shortly. We'll also, uh, if you're listening on Wobo 1190 and 107.5 FM, uh, stick around. The second half of the podcast, uh, we will have our the five best and five worst Eddie Murphy movies. We recorded that about a year and a half ago um, when Dolomite came out. And unfortunately, he hasn't done much since then outside of doing a classic SNL show. But he's got Coming to America out. We'll talk about that shortly. We'll also go through the Golden Globe winners um, and uh, from uh, 2020 and uh, do Fast Five and some movie news. So we got a lot to do uh, in a short period of time on the podcast. But again, stick around on WoWo for the back end talking about Eddie Murphy. Uh, how you doing there, uh, Chuck? I'm, I'm doing really good. You know, Mike, I, I just uh, wanted to point out last week, I realized when we ended the show that I broke this, the, the string or the trend of talking about or bringing up this concept of beyond the Poseidon adventure. So uh, I had trouble sleeping for a week, but I'm glad we're back. And Chuck is actually wearing his regular Poseidon Adventure sweatshirt right now. It's pretty nice. I mean, how many people, I want you to think about this. I am wearing a Poseidon Adventure uh, hoodie that a friend gave me uh, for for Christmas. And uh, I got to say, I don't know how many other people are wearing one of these Poseidon Adventure hoodies, but uh, it feels good on me. It really does. I wonder how many I wonder how many were actually made, to be honest with you. Uh, But Chuck had to be had to be in the millions. But yeah, sure. Before I talk about coming to America, let's talk about the Golden Globes, because you and I had a brief conversation via text about it last weekend. Um, it kind of came and went. Did you see the rating? Of- Did you see the ratings? No. Uh, tell me about the ratings, because I can't okay, imagine la- doing any good. La- last year, this is off the top of my head. It's not in front of me. But last year, uh, the ratings, I think, were almost 15 million viewers. This, this year, they were less than 7 million. Wow. Uh, and I got it. It came and went without much fanfare. And I and I turned it off. I couldn't even watch it because for some reason I had no uh, no desire to watch anything uh, where Hollywood's patting themselves on the back. And yeah, I mean, it just feels uh, and I understand. Listen, first, I want to say I understand why they're doing it. It's important for the industry. Obviously, people who work very hard on these projects, you know, the career could, you know, it, it, it's it's motivated or it's energized by the work you do with the claim you get. I mean, that's how sure. you get, the, you know, that's how you keep getting parts and, and, and jobs. So I understand why they did it, but it just feels, it just, it feels out of, it just feels out of, out of place to do award shows during, you know, what we've been through over the last year. And I cannot see the general public caring one iota about the Oscar telecast in April this year. April, I just, I just can't. Yeah. April 25th. Um, in fact, coming up uh, next Monday, they're going to have the nominations. Okay. Um, I, and Chuck, we can go through some winners here too. Uh, but for me, I, to me, it seems tone deaf. I don't think anybody it does. Knows. No, it does. It, 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 nobody cares. Um, you barely released any movies and the ones that you've released, not anyone's really a lot of people have seen them. Um, I, I don't know. And, and also we're getting full. We're, we're, we're getting, think about this. We're starting to go really go full bore into a complete change of um, the way we watch movies. Yeah. And when you look back, 
when people always look forward to the award telecast, specifically, I'm talking about the Oscar telecast. And you go back to like a decade, like the seventies and the Godfather, or you go into the, you know, eighties and nineties with movies like Rain Man or uh, a Titanic in 97. Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. For- Forrest Gump. It, you know, the world felt movies felt really important. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and it, we were more zeroed in as a culture on this stuff. Now, you know, you're getting movies that are going to be nominated or even could win Oscars for Best Picture that haven't played in a movie theater. Well, not only of, that, Chuck, it, but this, this feels weird. Not only that, but the scope of these movies, and this has been a bad trend we've talked about for the I last agree. years. They, I know where you're going. It, 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 it's just the most woke movie wins Best Picture, and yeah, I, have no in- I, I have no interest I in that whatsoever. No, me neither. Uh, and, and, you know, we, uh, you know, a movie like The Artist, which won the Oscar for Best Picture, you know, in the last decade or, yeah. or Moonlight. Moonlight. I mean, yeah. let's let's be honest. People are not watching these movies at home right now. They're not. No, they're I mean, not. when but well, when Godfather one and two comes on AMC, people are glued to it like you're changing the channels. Oh, it's the Godfather. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's like no. it, it just it. you know, that movie deserved its legacy. That's that's my point. Certain movies deserve that statue. Back, uh, back and, and in the day, movies, it's like, ah, really? Back in the day, too, Chuck, one of the Marvel movies would have gotten nominated at some point in time for Best Picture. One of them. Uh, I don't care. And and the fact that they don't even they look at it as schlock is not yeah. right. Well, Black you know? Panther did. Well, yeah, Black Panther did. But I'm thinking more of the Avengers movies. Uh, the, the, yeah, well, you know, the, the shift, you know, when, when the Dark Knight didn't get a nomination for yeah. Best Picture, that's why they added all these uh you know, they, they, they made it. Now I think it's going to be five again, but I, they, they did it up nine or ten because that movie got slighted. Let's talk about some of the winners. Um, you know, Nomadland wins Best Picture. Um, it really wasn't up against men, much uh, competition. Um, the big upset was Frances McDormand didn't win Best Actress. Andra Day did for the United States of Billy versus Billy Holiday, which mm-hmm. is on streaming right now. Um, Chloe Chow became the first woman to win Best Director. Uh, since 1984, she directed No Man Land. Um, Borat wins for the musical comedy. Um, again, none of these foreign, foreign press. Yeah, foreign press. Uh, he also won for um, best actor. Um, you know, Chadwick Boseman. Maybe that was the biggest story. He got a posthumous uh, Golden Globe for best actor in a drama. Um, but again, it just kind of came and went with the whimper. And I, I can't imagine the Oscars scoring much greater ratings as uh, as that movie too i would as, think the oscars have, they, they have to have a host now right if they're gonna if it's gonna be self-contained and a lot of zooming yeah you would think so you would think so um and kudos to uh jody foster did win a, a gold yeah. for the Mor- mauritanian uh which uh is starting to get wider uh eyes on it and more mass appeal um for that 9-11 movie chuck so you know the, it just i to me i had no like i when it was on, I'm like, I don't even watch this. I, I have no interest in this whatsoever. Um, and I wonder how I'm going to feel when the Academy Awards come. It won't, it won't feel the same this year. Um, Chuck, all right, let me talk to you about the coming to America. I, I don't imagine you've watched it, right? I have not. I, I, I don't, don't subscribe have, to Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime. You don't you don't get no. your uh, deliveries overnight. You don't do any of that stuff. Sorry. I oh, listen. I do. Actually, I, I do. So I could get it right. Yeah, you should be able to watch Amazon Prime. If you have Prime, you should be able to watch coming to America. Um, most of the reviews have not been kind to this movie. Chuck, I will tell you this. Yeah. This, this movie is so, um, <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Flat. It's just really? like, 
It runs entirely on nostalgia. There is no story to this movie whatsoever. Um, only, you know, look, it's only good because you get to see all these people again on the big screen. Plus, they throw in Morgan Freeman, Salt and Pepper. There's a lot of great like cameos. Mm-hmm. But Chuck, I am telling you, I rewatched the original last week just to get ready because I wanted to. I hadn't seen it in a really long time. What struck me um, really first and foremost was two things. One, it's yeah. very rated R, which I liked. Right. And 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 the first movie, um, right? The first and, movie, and uh, and it's the first movie has so many great, huge laughs with great one-liners and great performances. This movie, Chuck, I ba- basically maybe chuckled once or twice. Who directed more, this movie? What's that? Who directed this one? Uh, I think it's pretty much an unknown director. Um, not the not the John Landis who did the original, right? Um, so right. I, I just feel like. They basically said, let's get everybody back together again. What about the script? Ah, eh, we'll worry about that later. And, and it, really, Craig Brewer was your director for this, Chuck. Um, okay. It just, you know, it's great to see James Earl Jones, Wesley Snipes, um, Tracy Morgan, all these people again. John Amos, who looks nothing like he did back on Good Times. Let me tell you, a lot of these people aged and it almost looked like they were wearing prosthetics there. from the original How does movie. How Hall look? He looks okay. I mean, he's yeah. not Chuck. They spend way too many t- much time with characters that are not from the original, i.e. his son, Jermaine Fowler's played by he plays his son. Um, okay. and, and, you know, it just to me. So you think Pat Paramount did a, a did the right move cut in, in cutting bait on this film probably broke even. There's not enough. La- I laughed more uh, at Dolomite on Netflix than I did at this, this movie. There's not many laughs. Um, okay. You know it's not good when the even the end credits when they have the blooper reel that you're. Let me you're ask you. Let, let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Now we're starting to see a little bit of a trend where Wonder Woman eighty four, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Now this film, yeah. right? Bought bought like go from 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 a theatrical release straight to streaming. Yep. All not re- well received, and all three movies hoping for huge, like pretty big box office success. They were waiting, and, and for also it. the Denzel Washington, the, the little things, right? Yeah, the little things is another one. Not a very good movie either. So it's four, so okay four, movie. mo- for four movies now are not well received. Maybe there's a reason why movies like uh, the Bond movie, Quiet Place, and all these other ones are waiting. They know what, that what, they have a product here that they so believe you, in a little bit more. What's that make you think about uh, Congress Godzilla? Yeah, it makes you scratch your head and worry a little bit. That's yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't Although want it I'll to be. I, go, I, I, I do not want theater. that movie to be completely bad. You want it to be bad? No, no, I don't. I want to see a good movie. I, oh, I, I want yeah. to see. Yeah, listen, I, I do think people are going to venture out to theaters to see that. I, I want to tell you a quick story. I have a friend, Jeffrey, who lives in Brooklyn, who's a huge movie fan. He goes to movies all the time. I obviously couldn't during COVID. They opened New York City movie theaters yesterday. He went there. He saw a handful of movies and uh, one was The Marksman with Liam Neeson. Right. And he said it sold out at a 25% capacity. Of course. Of That's course. a good sign. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so. And, and we'll talk about some movie news now. Um, you know, I can't picture him doing Axel Foley again, too, Chuck. Watching this no. movie, these, it just he looks different. Um, yeah. it, it just I can't. I, I love him and I, I want him to keep making good movies. I just, maybe yeah. it's time to just let's start doing some original product here that isn't again. This is all nostalgia. Well, he is going to do script. another Beverly Hills Cop Axel Foley for Netflix. Yeah, so, I don't we'll see. 
But yeah, we'll see what happens there because he was also supposed to do a comedy special on Netflix too, and that yeah. got put on hold because of everything's going on. But okay. an- another trend in the right direction is the big news that came down earlier today is uh, Quiet Place Part Two. They actually moved it up. Instead of moving back, they moved it up. And right. Place- what happened is a Fast and the Furious Nine mm-hmm. got off its Memorial Day spot and went to July twenty fifth. June twenty fifth. June twenty fifth. Right. So then. Um, then the, the the studio that's releasing a quiet place too, which which was going to come out in September, put it on put it filled that spot Memorial Day. That that's really that's very encouraging because you know the bean counters are talking to experts about the pandemic and where this is all going to go, and they must feel comfortable uh, that that Memorial Day is going to be a lot more normalized uh, than it is now. That's good. That's great sign. And um, I'm not sure, you know, what kind of box office Tom and Jerry's going to do this weekend. But we talked about last weekend. It's pretty, you know, substantial enough weekend um, to say, hey, wait a minute. Now, look, chaos walking is not going to make that kind of money this weekend, Chuck. Although no. the Disney Plus movie, right? And the Last Dragon, maybe that could uh, make some waves. I don't know. But again, it, it's trending the right way. And if Black Widow holds tight to May 7th, Chuck, that might be the first indication of what we're going to get. Yeah. Well, let me ask you another question. Let's just say hypothetically you did not have HBO Max, right? Right. Would you buy it for Zack Snyder's four-hour cut of Justice League in two weeks? Probably not. No, I, I think I, I think I would. I, I'm, I, I don't listen. I don't know what to expect, but I, I am curious to see what it looks like. I really am. Uh. Yeah, I know. I probably, but I'm not. I wouldn't go to the theaters to see it either. Four though, hours, so. though, it's yeah, not going to play like, in theaters, though. That's a long time. I that, think you- eventually, uh, sooner than later, you might see. I, I, because it was shot with IMAX car- cameras. I don't know if you know. It's going to be. You're going to watch it in one, three, three, like watching The Wizard of Oz. That's yeah. the way it was shot. Yeah. I, I don't understand that, to be honest with you. Well, honest with you, I don't understand the whole concept of what he did either. So, well, <laughs> that's another story, Chuck. I did have some news about. Um, some sequels that are, you know, being talked about. You tell me which one excites you. Another Nightmare Before Christmas is, you know, finally going to get another sequel. You're going to get two more Fantastic Beasts, uh, actually at least two more. I You're going to get uh, another Borat movie, it looks like, too, and another Downton Abbey, uh, Abbey movie, and maybe two more Jumanji movies. Before I, get, I understand the Jumanji because those movies made real dough. And uh, I could see the cast wanted to just cash that cash register. More than a few times, uh, once again, uh, Nightmare Before uh, Christmas sequel. I, I, I sort of like that idea. I don't care about um, the Harry Potter spinoff movies. I yeah. they don't interest me. What about uh, the Downton Abbey? You want another Downton Abbey movie? Not, not my cup of tea, Mike. <laughs> but there's, there's a lot of people that do. Uh, no, I think. Listen, I, I, I listen. I'm glad. I'm glad they're making it because we need those type of movies in the marketplace. Also, so it's absolutely. Good. Yeah, we absolutely. do. Absolutely, hundred percent. You got other movie news? You got something? I, I heard that you Grant is going to play the main villain in the uh, big screen version of uh, the video game Dungeons and Dragons. Dragon, you know anything yeah. about that uh, video game? Yeah, it's a good career move for him. Uh, actually, uh, <clears throat> a video game was a board game. Actually, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, the video game Mortal Kombat. I saw the preview for that that looks just like another one of these uh schlockfest video game movies but i think that's a good move for you grant play a villain in a higher scale movie uh uh, look he's riding a bit of a wave now he was very good as the villain on the hbo miniseries that was just on too well uh, spoiler alert there 
if you didn't see it, he might not be the villain. He's always been a good talent. Always have been a good talent. I always liked him. Here's you know, another one. Uh, Robert, Robert Zemeckis is going to uh, direct. They're going to keep. They're going to. It's they've announced this, but it looks like it's going to happen this year in terms of filming live action version of Pinocchio. Tom Hanks is going to play Geppetto. They just signed uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt to play the voice of Jiminy Cricket. This could be good. Will he sing when you when you wish upon a star too? I, I would probably imagine so, right? Why not? Um, did you see the preview for the um, Falcon and the Winter Soldier? It looks good. Plus. Yeah, it does look good. Uh, WandaVision wrapped up. I'm about to watch the final episode too. What do you think? I, I have not watched it. What, what your I, opinion I mean, on the series as a whole? It's good. It seems like filler to me. Is it just seems like I, I don't know. I didn't really learn much more about these characters than we didn't already know. Um, a lot of it takes place as um, spoofs of old TV shows. I know. Um, and Who's the first made, three episodes are I mean, basically if that. People, if people don't want to listen to the spoilers, uh, close your ears for five, ten seconds. Who's, what surprises have, uh, have there been? None. None at all? Not really. No cameos. No big cameos. There's been a couple of cameos, but nothing huge. Okay. Now, I didn't watch the last episode in, in, all right. in, 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 in defense of that. Uh-huh. Um, but nothing huge. Uh, it's good, but it's not like the Mandalorian where you're actually starting a new storyline where you're, you know, you're kind of got a new character that, you know, it just seems like, well, here's a spinoff. So is, Di- is Disney plus must see streaming? Yes or no? Not. I don't think this series is. Um, no, no. For the Mandalorian. Yes. Mandalorian. Yes. If you're okay. a Star Wars fan and you don't have Disney plus. Highly recommend. I know some people that consider the Mandalorian better than the third um, installment of the Star Wars series. So, I know they do. Um, I don't. What about, the, what about the Mighty du- the Mighty Ducks uh, upcoming series? Got to get it for that. No. Well, yeah, of course. But there's a now there's substantial cameos in the Man- Mandalorian series as well for Star Wars fans. Chuck. Right. So um, it, you look. I would highly recommend getting. As Let many me ask a question. You can. If you pro- if you projected. Two episodes of The Mandalorian on the big screen. People get their money's worth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you wouldn't know if you didn't know it yeah. was a TV series. You wouldn't know it was a TV series. Okay. Look, John Favreau's got. I mean, the I guy know. knows what he's doing. You know. Um, and he's. What happened? What happened with Cowboys or Aliens with him though? Uh, well, listen. They, uh, what happened with a lot of everybody's got a stinker in their library, Chuck. I mean, uh, I think probably with that movie, the studio got way too involved with it and. I don't know what went wrong there because um, you had your grumpy Harrison Ford. And yeah, I mean, it's an interesting watch. It's just, you know, no great shakes, though. Yeah, no. Um, and then you got Olivia Wilde before she kind of really sprouted on the market as a powerhouse mm-hmm. um, filmmaker as well in that movie way back when. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any other uh, movie news that you got? Uh, I just got a This Week in Movie History. Uh, oh, I watch. love when you do this. Yeah, This Week in Movie History, Sound and Music at Theaters back in 1965, becoming one of the most successful and popular movies ever released. Went on to win the Oscar for Best Picture. Then here's another example of a movie that won the Oscar for Best Picture that people are watching uh, 50 plus years later. Uh, That's good. Yep, no doubt about that, it. To me, to me I, just, I, I don't want to bang the drum too many times here, but that's really what the Oscar for best picture was meant for. In my yes. opinion. 
Yes. It's not it's not like you said, it's not to give lip service to a cause. It's not. No, I mean, by the way they're doing it now, I don't know if Titanic would have won, Chuck. <laughs> Probably not. You know, it, 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 just the way they're. And thinking. let me ask you a question. I, I said this on another spot I do. To me, Titanic was released in 97. It's, it's to me, it's the best movie made since 97. I, agree. I think it is. No? I agree. Yeah, we. Uh, it's, it's well high up on my list of all time yeah. great movies. Yeah, yeah I agree. One hundred and ten percent. I have one more movie news. Yeah. I wanted to do last because I just I just want to make sure you're done yeah. before we do Fast Five. Thoughts on um, a rebooted and uh, slated for 2022 uh, release, a reboot of Silent Night, Deadly Night. Go. Uh, I can see why the independent company wants to do it because you could churn out, you know, you could create some controversy and, and, and make, make some money off it. I understand because, because of streaming, you know, a movie like that could, play for a long time over, over you know the span of time but that movie originally when it came out caused so much controversy they they pulled the ads off tv i mean you know they have santa or somebody dressed as santa you know is as, as a killer yeah uh it, it it does feel weird but but i but i understand in the context of that uh, uh, contents tense of that genre right why if somebody you know these this entity that got the rights to it i could see they i could see why they want to do it. And it's for pure greed. And, and it was 1984. That original movie came out. Chuck, yeah. And uh, I remember Cisco and Ebert too going to town on it. And, yeah. I mean, cause, and, 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 you know, I remember the controversy they had to pull off the pull the trailers off TV, you know, parents groups, they pick it in front of theaters. Yeah, they didn't like it. Yeah. It was a bad idea. Uh, and uh, somehow Chuck, they made a sequel to it too. They went straight to video. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just I thought it was funny that I saw that come up because last week I watched Maniac from 1980. Just, it was oh, on talk about talk about that. I mean, I, I that movie to, that movie's still disturbing as hell. It's very disturbing. Joe Spinell wrote it yeah. and starred in it. And uh, and uh, they actually got redone. Uh, they rebooted it, it with Elijah is, Wood. Is, right. If I said, yeah, it, right. If I said there's one describe that movie in one word. To me, it would be raw. It is a raw, raw movie. I would. I was first. I thought it was deranged because. Yeah, well, it is deranged, but it is so. It feels so raw. It's like an open cut watching yeah, that movie. It is. It is. Uh, Tom Savini does the makeup very yeah. well in his career too, um, but I, for some reason, it, it. I. I was on. I said, you know, I haven't watched this in so long. Is it as disturbing as I remember it? And it is. It, it, it's just. It is. And it's schlock. It's not good. Oh yeah, I know that. You know, uh, but I remember the controversy. Speaking of controversy with horror movies, there was another one with that as well. The, uh, by the way, did you buy Paramount Plus yet? Did you sign up? No. <laughs> not yet. All right. All right, Chuck. Let's do uh, Fast Five before we get out of here. Remember, Eddie Murphy fans coming up after this. Um, if you're listening on Whoa Whoa, we'll do our five favorite uh, Eddie Murphy movies and five worst Eddie Murphy movies. Chuck, yep. the uh, iconic Chuck Norris is going to be 81 years old this week. Um, I know you're probably going to say Delta Force because you always bring up Delta Force. I, I tell you right now, if you, if you gave me, I love Delta Force, but if you gave me a group of friends right now to sit in a theater and watch a Chuck Norris movie, how about some Silent Rage? It's a great movie. Uh, it's just pick- fun. It, it, you know, Chuck Norris uh, uh, against basically an entity like a Michael Myers. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that movie was a blast. Yeah, um, I was a big fan of Cold of Silence too that he did with Andrew Davis. 
Um, that was a legitimate hit for him, too. That kind of he got good reviews for that movie, too. Code of Silence. It, 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 he got good reviews. Yep. Um, for that film. And also um, the the, uh, the the one he, the, where David Carradine played the villain. Oh, that was. Uh, yeah. What? Uh, hold on. Don't tell me. Lone Wolf McQuaid. Lone that? Wolf McQuaid. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, yeah. that's it. I watched that uh, about six months ago. It was on cable. That movie holds up. That, that movie is a good Really good, tight, well-made movie, and he's good in it. And um, I actually think him as Braddock is not bad. Look, it's genre films, but the missing in action movies. I actually remember liking the third one and saying, you know what? For what it is, it's not Rambo, but it's canon. They're putting out schlock. For what it is, those aren't bad movies. Uh, if you'd like Chuck Norris, the missing in action movies aren't bad. And remember, if it wasn't no. for Chuck Norris, um. You know, you know, dodgeball, they wouldn't have won, you know, because uh, he had the vote and, uh, and and he had a good cameo in that movie. Oscar Isaac, Chuck. Um, oh, of how, course, old is, how old is Nora? How old is he? 81. I said that wow. earlier. Yeah, no, I wasn't paying 20 percent what I say. So 81. Well, that's why, you know, I, I used to teach sales and is a saying you got to repeat yourself. So it sinks oh, in. But go okay. ahead. All right. How about Oscar Isaac? who is going to be a uh, 42 years old um, coming up this weekend. Uh, I guess the easy one would be Star Wars as Poe, but do you have something else for Oscar Isaac? You, you, got, you got to give me a couple. Well, I, I thought he was good in the, uh, in the in the science fiction next Machina. I thought that was a good flick. Um, I, I like that movie a lot. I believe, I think you like the most violent year a lot, right? With I like that. Jessica Chastain. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Well, I actually more. think, you know, they're going to. Uh, I don't know who's cast is, is Tony Montana in the remake of Scarface at Universal, which you're going to do. But I, he would have been I, he would have been an interesting choice as Tony Montana. They, they didn't he, he they didn't go with him. I don't know if he was considered, but I think he would have yeah. been interesting. He's also online to make a movie with James Gray, great writer, director about growing up in Queens in the 1980s called Armageddon Time. That's on his docket. And he's got the Dune movie in the can. So we'll see what happens there. One of my favorite actresses, Chuck, Rachel Weisz, uh, is, wow, believe it or not, she's 51 years old this weekend. Always find her beautiful and charming on screen. Rachel Weisz, you think of what? I got to think. You tell me. Well, I, I know. Go ahead. She got uh, nominated. I think she might have won for Constant Gardner. That was a great yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm not um, thinking the, about the that. The Mummy one. movies are good. Um, she's yeah. very good in those. Um, yeah. I thought she was very appealing in Runaway Jury, opposite John Cusack. I'm going to tell you a quick joke. You tell me if this is funny. She's good in the Mummy movies, but she's no Maria Bello. <laughs> she's no Maria Bello, yeah. Well, no? very, few people, very few people know who Maria Bello is, let alone Maria Bello. Um, yeah. How about Definitely Maybe? She's one of the girls in Definitely Maybe that I like that. I like that movie a lot, actually. And uh, listen, uh, Maria Bello uh, was in the history of violence and she was really good in that movie. She She had a one year stint. She had a one year stint. I remember she did a one year stint on uh, ER and I liked her. Did a lot of scenes with Noah Wiley. Yep. On that, so that one that one season, I liked well, her. Nobody's and, and, as big a fan for Noah Wiley as you are. I mean, no, I, I like me some Noah Wiley. And I mean, uh, he's had such an illustrious career since that uh, series, too. So I can yeah. see why you still love him. Yeah. Well, I told you a joke. I'll tell it on the air. I got a haircut today and I went I go into the barber and I, I, I hand a picture of George Clooney. She says, maybe, but I don't know. And I said and then I hand her a picture of Noah Wiley and she says, not a problem. 
And and then she added, who the hell is this? Uh, no, I'll take Noah Wiley. Um, I'm a good Chuck, looking man, but go ahead. Sharon, Sharon Stone is uh, <laughs> is 63 years old. Still is looks pretty good. Holy smoke. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Sharon Stone, I think Basic Instinct, no? You know what? I'm going to go Quick in the Dead. Good flick. I'm going to go quick. I you know, quick in the dead, Sam Raimi. When I, I remember going to a theater to watch that film. And when I walked out, I said, you know what? This is a movie I'm going to watch numerous times over time. It is a very rewatchable, entertaining movie with a tremendous cast. And she's pretty awesome in that film. Yeah, she is very, very good. in Gene it. Hackman, awesome villain, DiCaprio, uh, Russell Crowe. I mean, what a cast. Mike. Yeah, great cast. Great cast. Uh, Lance Hendrickson, too. You never leave out Lance Hendrickson. Um, Chuck, what do you think of return as Gina Rollins in, in, in Gloria? It doesn't work No, Right. It just didn't no. feel right. Um, how about. Um... <laughs> and I listen in total recall. I was just going to bring I lo- up. Total I love you she's know, underrated she's, in that. And she's beautiful. I mean, she's a beautiful woman, it, you know, and uh, and she's really good in that movie. She was a good at she can act. She's good. Just uh, I think she jumped the shark with Casino. Just just not the right. Well, it's too much screen time in Casino. It lopsides yeah. the movie a little. Yeah, it does. Um, I mean, she's good in it, but it's just like that's not why people are paying to see it. Uh, uh, you know, paying to see it. No, to see a, a ton of a ton of that character. No, that Lorraine Bracco. There was a perfect amount of character. Yeah. Karen in that movie. This I one, agree. Yeah. Um, all right, Chuck, last but not least. Now you can pick him as an actor. Or director, but I think you'll go more director here. Meathead. How old do you think Meathead is, Rob Reiner? Is he? He's got to be. I was a little surprised. I thought he was older. 77. He's 74 years old. Wow. I thought he would be older, too. Yeah. This How weekend. old was he when he did All in the Family? All in the Family. Well, I could do the math. He was, math, uh, he was 20, 24. He was young. Now, let's be honest. He looked older than 24. He did. Of course he did. Um, but what a great show. A great show. An iconic role. Well, man, you know, you, could, uh, you could argue and you could argue all in the family. And this is, you know, high honor. You could argue it was the greatest sitcom of all time. It could. The, yeah. You, you, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, and I, I know we're bouncing. And what makes this show fun is that we bounce into different things. But I remember in my mind's eye. Watching an episode of All in the Family because I watched it with my mother, right? Not in the original, in repeat. The episode where Edith Get had a raped. rapist yeah, in yeah. a house. David Holy Duke. smoke. Yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, what what literal balls on those screenwriters to dance a tightrope and make something funny and be on the edge of your seat at the same time. That was an amazing, amazing piece of television, Mike. Yeah. And yeah. it was so cathartic when she got out of there. The live audience literally erupted in applause. It was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we'll talk about Norman Lear balls. That's a pair of balls doing something like that. That's just uh, you, you don't see that on TV uh, anymore. Uh, no, they won't. Go- Listen, I know they, they won't they, go there. They did the Woody. Ha- they did the, the live version where Woody yeah. Harrelson is sort yeah. of a homage. But there's no way they're going to do it. First of all, it, it, the country's the country's different and there's too much social media yeah. to have a show like that on no. it just no, they're not going to go there let's talk about uh rob reiner director though before we He's, get out of here um yeah because from 85 to 95 he had a hell of a run with the sure thing stand by me spinal tap princess bride harry met sally misery few good men 
American president. I mean, those are pretty damn good movies. And I no, he had it. Look, he, if you put his in the contents, that ride, it's a, a, it's, ride. It's, it's a great ride. It's a great and, it, and they're very diverse movies. They're very different. Um, but like a lot of directors, you sort of after time, you, you lose that luster like you lose the you lose the speed of the fastball. But I don't know why. Well, he jumped the shark with North and never recovered. Um, yeah. What has he done after North? Ghosts of Mississippi. The story yeah. of us, Alex and Emma uh, move. A uh, rumor has it the bucket list. I mean, these are movies that just it, it almost feels like a career like John Carpenter. A little bit. The a first bit. half and the second half, the second almost half, like, uh, the second half. No, no great say, shakes. First half. Excellent. Yeah, I was going to say almost like Ron Howard a little bit, too. We talked about him last week. Yeah. You know, Ron's done some high profile stuff a little bit later on in his career. But yeah, um, you know, he did do LBJ a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's weird. He had a weird career. I think his best. Yeah. I had to pick one. Maybe Misery. Great movie. Listen, I, I, if you if if I sat in front of a TV and you put American president on, yeah. I would be hooked. Yeah. And a few good men's very rewatchable, too. Oh, cool. Absolutely. You know, and Princess Bride is iconic. I mean, and Sam by me is a great movie. Yeah, no, yeah. He's, that's a great that is a great bio right there. Good run. Yeah, good run. Um, and um, his dad just passed away, too. And his dad was iconic as well. All right. Chuck. I just want to mention one other run, the run we've had. How many episodes now in this? Uh, uh what are we up to here? I don't even know, Chuck. It's like uh I think we might have broke some podcast records. Yeah, we were doing podcasts before. Now everybody has a podcast now, Chuck. But you and I have been doing podcasts for quite some time. In fact, you and I have been doing a radio show. I would say about maybe 25, 30 years now, Chuck. It's a long time. You know, I think I introduced you to the concept with uh, like two Dixie cups, right? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, some of our first shows, if I, I really wish we had copies of it, um, but I don't think we do. Do you have it somewhere or you don't? Uh, you know what? That's, I, I didn't even think of that. I, maybe some maybe somewhere. You, do you remember the, when we first do you remember the station we, we did it out of? It was uh, Rhode Island, wasn't there? Something yeah, like the call letters were W.A.L.E. Yeah. W.A.L.E. And I remember my, mem you, my memory's pretty good, huh? Yeah, I remember we had one commercial it was a bowling commercial. I remember and, that. And here's the thing. I actually I actually picked up the phone from Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania and cold call local businesses and got sponsorships in Rhode Island. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. No, yeah, we did. Well, it was a good show. It was, it was fun. And it wasn't much different than what we do right now. No, I, I mean, we had a good time. Um, we were knowledgeable. We enjoyed the concept. We, we, we knew the industry and. Um, and away we go. Yeah, away we go. Thank you, Mike. All right, Chuck. Uh, stick around on Well Well for the best and worst of Eddie Murphy. We'll do this again next week via podcast. Chuck, have a good one, my friend. Always a pleasure. Thanks for listening to Movie Maniacs. Download one of our archived episodes. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.